the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298 CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio? With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. It is yet another setback of sorts for President Biden. A new political survey showing the president was not a major factor for Democratic voters in last year's midterm elections. White House correspondent Greg Clugston has more. According to AP VoteCast, roughly one in six voters for a Democratic House candidate said they disapproved of Joe Biden's job performance. Two-thirds of these voters said the president was not a factor, good or bad, in their midterm decisions. Those findings suggest that GOP attacks on Mr. Biden may have little effect on Democratic voters. But they also suggest that the Democrats' strong showing in November might not translate into energy around the president's re-election. Greg Clugston, Washington. And this is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. In one of his first orders of business, Speaker McCarthy chose Wisconsin Representative Mike Gallagher to chair the Select Committee on the Chinese Communist Party. The CCP doesn't pose a danger to just Republicans or Democrats. It's a threat to all Americans. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. Check out our sister station, thefishtwincities.com. They play the latest tracks from today's top Christian artists. Listen in for new worship songs, plus familiar favorites from the past. Download the Fish Twin Cities app today, stream online, or with the Odyssey app, thefishtwincities.com. Safe for the whole family. Looking at your weather tonight, partly cloudy skies throughout your overnight, low around 22. Monday, mostly sunny, high around 43. Stay tuned, another full hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Coming up, it's AM 1280 The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Uh, wait a minute. Back it up. I'm actually Mitch Berg, normally the headliner edition. Brad's off on assignment today, doing the voodoo he do. We switched weeks. Actually, I was in yesterday for a holster heroes. I'm taking his day today. He's taking my day next week, and I'm taking the whole following weekend. So, just to say, the Norn will be back to normal in March. 
But for right now, I'm here. Brad will be back. Have no fear. You duck on forever. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us. I'm in for Brad. Of course, the entire Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is my, myself, normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3. You know this. Most of you know the whole lineup. But for anyone who's new, anyone who's who's enjoying the Narn for the first time, or perhaps seething with rage at the Narn for the first time, I mean, we, we welcome all. We are actually the living embodiment of those in these ho- in this house signs. In that all are truly welcome here. Whether you disagree with us or agree with us or would like to have us wiped from the map, you're all welcome here. And in fact, if you disagree with us or even even more torqued by our presence, you get on the air first at 651-289-4488. Or on Twitter, Gab, Parler, Me, We, or Getter at the hashtag Narn Show. That's N-A-R-N Show after the hashtag. Either way, if you agree with us, wonderful. We love to know you're out there. If you deal with disagree with us, wonderful. Call in or drop us a line on Twitter or join us on the Facebook fan page with the live video stream and tell me why you disagree. And I will tell you why, with all due respect, you're wrong. And you should agree with me. It will be civil. It'll be convivial. It'll be respectful, and it will be absolute, because that's what we do. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Now, I have a, a number of subjects I really want to get to this hour, and really, honestly, it's it's like there's a, a battle royal between three or four of them, and I've got time for maybe one or two in this next hour. In fact, I, I probably have a month's worth of content lined up today for this show. I may not have to do show prep again until, I don't know, close to Memorial Day at this rate, or at least well into March. But since it's been much in the news lately, and really I, it's been much in evidence on this show for quite some time, you, you may recall, I think going on two years ago now, I, I had an interview with a fellow named Angus Fox on this broadcast. And Angus Fox was a self-described gay leftist British academic. He wouldn't go into details because Angus Fox is an assumed name. He assumed after watching what the trans mafia has done to the likes of J.K. Rowling and to anyone else who speaks up against them, uh, that he had best in the interest of salvaging his, or at least safeguarding, I should say, his academic career, he should operate under a pseudonym. And he wrote a piece, actually a series of six pieces in Quillette, a journal of for academic freedom, about the, not about how transgender ideology is wrong necessarily, but how a, there's a pandemic of young people, primarily young, very intelligent, often what they call neurodivergent kids with boys with ADHD or some degree of Asperger's syndrome or autism who uh, get to those teenage years in the middle of the COVID pandemic, stripped of most social interaction and forced online at a time in their lives when they are questioning a lot of things about themselves and wondering where they fit into this world. They are running into a, a phalanx, I think it's fair to say, of log rolling and just say, 
persuasion, that's a little less inflammatory a term, persuasion, that their doubts are really symptoms of gender dysphoria, meaning that they really aren't the gender that they are externally manifestly born as. And these kids, both being teenagers going through the hormonal nightmare of trying to figure out who they are in this world as the hormones are pigging around like a bunch of ferrets on double espressos and being heavily convinced by an online community that is quite good and polished at convincing people uh, what they want to be convinced of and, and, of course, going with the dynamic that most teenagers have of wanting to fit into some group somewhere somehow is convincing an incredibly large number of of teenagers that they are, in fact, transgender and log-rolling the bejeebers, terrorizing, frankly, the parents that try to stand up to them, to say of any nothing of any other institutions. Now, I will say this. I have transgender people in my social circle. Some of them are are in social parts of my social circle where I we have some common political goals. I won't go into a lot of details. I maintain convivial relationships with them. I I carry out my Christian duty and and uh, actually privilege of loving everyone the way Christ loves me. It's not my position to judge the worth of any human being because of my views of how they view their 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 gender. I do judge the movement that is log rolling an awful lot of young kids. And the reason I do that is this. Two reasons, actually. First of all, and I've mentioned this on the show before. I remember reading in high school, back before I knew what same-sex same attraction really was, because I was really uh, naive and wet behind the ears about a lot of this stuff as a teenager, because it was not generally a subject of discussion in rural North Dakota in the 1970s and early 1980s. But I remember reading, even in, in, in the early 1980s, late 1970s even, that it was the general consensus in psychology that the worst thing you could do with a child, a, an adolescent especially, was to force them to be something they weren't. So if some chi- child, uh, adolescent, was in fact attracted to the same sex, gay or lesbian, that the worst thing you could do, the most damaging thing you could do to their psyche, to their psychological well-being, to their, their future mental health, was to force them to not be gay. And this is accepted, and I think justifiably accepted as reality by the entire psychiatric and psychological profession, or it was until very, very recently. So let's just put a pin in that concept there. One of the worst things you can do is convince someone that they are not what they are. And you're going to run into a lot of people who are convincible at that age. Like, For example, a number of my female acquaintances report having been tomboys in their, in their tweens and teen years. They're women. They're women today. And they admit after a conversation that if someone had come up to them when they were 13 years old and 
battling the battle of what their their it, the hormonal battle in their mind, as well as trying to figure out where they were in this world. And someone had said, "Well, you're a tomboy. That means you're really a boy. You should maybe thinking about changing genders." They might have done it because teenagers are teenagers are impressionable. It's a stage of of a teenager's life of a, of a person's life when they are both more impressionable than anything. The more impressionable than they will ever be in their life, and the most convinced that they're not impressionable. Anyway, we'll put a pin in that concept. It's been established for decades that the worst thing you can do with an adolescent or person, but especially an adolescent because they're most suggestible at this age, is to is to make them be something other than what they really are. Now, with a pin put in that concept, let's go to another idea here that will be closely related momentarily. I grew up in a town that was the home of the North Dakota State Hospital. This was back uh, during the tail end of the years when they still institutionalized the very non-functionally mentally ill. It was a big, big facility. It used to house hundreds of people uh, before deinstitutionalization. It was even a, even a sparsely populated place like North Dakota. It was a pretty big facility at one point. I mean, North Dakota was, uh, my hometown of Jamestown was a mental health company town for a long time. Kind of like Hershey, Pennsylvania is a chocolate town and Scranton is a coal town. Jamestown was a psychiatry town in its own way, along with having grain elevators and bars and such. At any rate, a disproportionate number of trucking companies. At any rate, one of the wards that I remember seeing as I took a tour of the place as a teenager was a place called the Reality Adjustment Ward. And one of the sort of comical and really kind of demeaningly comical stereotypes of mentally ill is the the person who delusionally believes that they are, because of one mental illness or another, that they are, let's say, Jesus Christ or Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte. And and they believe this delusion to an extent that they can't function in real life. And at, at that time in history, 40 some years ago, this was something that at a certain level of dysfunction and a certain level of inability for the people around a person's support system being able to deal with this belief that one is the Lord Jesus or Napoleon Bonaparte or Abraham Lincoln, that they they needed enough help that they could be that they should be institutionalized and they were institutionalized for generations in the reality adjustment ward out which outside which there was a sign that said hey you're entering the reality adjustment ward so if you come in here make sure to subtly remind people of who they really are you don't tell them they're actually don't address them as napoleon or son of god Address them as Bart Schmidt or Luella Kleinfelter. Remind them of reality, the objective reality that they are not, in fact, the 19th century French conqueror of most of Europe. Would it have been more compassionate to give them identity-affirming care to actually convert them into Napoleon? To actually convert them into Jesus beyond a theological sense? We'll come back to this. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. How far do we go in affirming people's beliefs, beliefs of themselves? (laughs) 
More when we return. Northern Alliance AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder, we would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. This is Dennis Prager from Athanasium, the Math Learning Center. As you know, I prefer clarity to agreement. Being able to understand math is often key to achieving clarity. But with 6 out of 10 high schoolers not being proficient at math, students could be at a great disadvantage. Mathnasium helps students reach their potential to understand and even enjoy math, whether they're starting out far behind or already doing well. Using a customized one-on-one approach, Mathnasium educates and inspires students, helping them develop number sense math fluency and confidence that equips them for success in school and for the rest of their lives. Mathnasium also provides homework help so students can better understand and finish it successfully on their own, freeing you up to focus on other aspects of parenting. Give your child a life-changing math learning experience. Contact one of the Mathnasium centers listed on the Patriots advertiser page at am1280thepatriot.com and receive $50 off your enrollment. Mathnasium changing lives through math. You listen every day. I never miss it. So now it's time for you to join the conversation. Who, me? Like AM1280 The Patriot on Facebook and share your thoughts with like-minded conservatives. You can also enter to win prizes, learn about upcoming events, and more. AM1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Learning up, read up, I'm sound like Joe Biden now. What the? Read up on all the cool contests and promotions that we have available to you. There's too many for me to go into right now, but I will do more. Promise. I mean, you got to stand with Israel too. That's the big Kahuna. But we got other station events coming up soon that are going to be a whole lot of fun. Because that's what we do here at M12A, the Patriot. Conservatism can be a lot of fun when you do it with a few thousand of your best friends. So, as we say here in the business, 
Free world if you can keep it. And we'd love to keep on rocking in the free world. We just uh, have some powerful opponents in doing that. We'll come back to that in just a moment. I'll just finish up the previous topic here. Uh, it was it the, the big call, hue and cry we're hearing in the Minnesota legislature right now, especially now that we have a LGP uh, and trans caucus. In the DFL, in the House and Senate, in the Minnesota State Legislature, is the imperative to give, and I quote, gender-affirming care to trans youth. Now, with no disrespect intended to anyone who is wrestling with their gender identity, genuinely speaking here, it was over the age of 18, I, I say more power to you. Do what you need to do to live your best life. But given that we've known for a generation, maybe two now, that the worst thing you can do is to make someone be something that they are or not, to to convince them or to force them or to otherwise cajole, log roll, or gaslight them into thinking they are something they are not, as used to happen with gay youth, lesbian youth, to which caused immense psychological damage to countless people. Why is this different? How objectively is log rolling people into being something they're not different? And by the way, since gender dysphoria is a is a mental dissociation, dissociating how you see your gender with the gender you were born, the biological gender that you were born, shall we say, your DNA, which is the dispositive factor in determining sex for 99.99. as an overwhelming percentage of the population. There are a few genetic differences, but they're almost so few that they, they barely qualify. And they're medically diagnosable, medically, not psychologically. So with that in mind, given that we don't have identity-affirming care if you're, in your mind, see yourself as Napoleon or Jesus, or Julia Child. I'm not making light of anyone here. I'm, I'm as serious as a case of cancer. Since we don't have identity-affirming care for other identity mismatches, we don't give you identity care, uh, affirming care if you believe you're actually George Patton. I mean, they will not surgically convert you into a four-star general. They will not surgically and chemically convert you into the Lord and Savior. Why is this any different? And we and we know people are being log rolled and gaslit into it because the, the detransition movement is picking up steam and they're saying so. The people who are in it are saying so in as many words. And the fact is, we've gone from accepting transgenderism inside of 20 years, accepting it as something that, that, that people can do and be and not be shunned from society to a society where an extremely disproportional percentage of people are calling themselves trans. I mean, the, the percentage of people who have identified themselves as trans in the 20 years since it became broadly acceptable in society has just exploded And this is not a matter of natural occurrence. There's just no way that that's the case. 
at any rate. I'd love to have a rational debate about that with someone on the left. I don't think the debate, uh, the, the left is especially uh, well, uh, the, the leftist bench is especially well uh, stacked with, with rational debaters. I think Peter Beinart was the last one I ran into. At any rate. So, as I mentioned, we have a free society if we can keep it. And we have powerful enemies uh, in this society, within our society, far more uh, powerful than any external enemies. As as I said in the early years of this show, this nation, this nation and our freedom and our democracy will fall far faster to internal enemies than any external enemy. No, no external enemy can possibly conquer us. I mean, for a variety of reasons, it's just not going to happen. But it's the internal enemies that are going to do it to us. I'm not talking about trivial internal. Well, actually, I am talking about a a really serious internal enemy, Steve Simon, who we were told during this last election was the sole defender of democracy in Minnesota, who has come out in the last week saying that there's no reason that one person's vote for president should count less than any other person's vote for president. It was time to move Minnesota into the uh, column of supporting the national popular vote, which is, for those who aren't paying attention, a way of end-running the Electoral College. Now, a lot of people don't understand the Electoral College, so it's easy to demagogue them out of supporting it. But what it amounts to is this. The Electoral College is how we select the president in this country. We don't directly vote for president. It the president is not the person who wins 50% plus one of the vote because we're a nation of states. We're not a nation of 300 million individuals. We're a nation of 50 states. And for some, and in the, in the contract that united those 50 states, which are essentially 50 independent countries that have decided to pool their resources and their politics for the greater good, there was a contract established. And one of the terms of that contract was that part of our legislative branch would be majoritarian. In other words, it would be elect popular consensus, 50 percent plus one for each congressional seat in the House. In the meantime, the Senate would reflect the will of individual states. So individual states, including small, sparsely populated ones, would have a voice. They could not be ignored in creating the national consensus. And the president was a hybrid of both. The vote for the president would be reflected by the votes of the electors, who would broadly vote along the lines that the states that they represented voted for. And in voting for your entire slate of, of national candidates, for president, for House and Senate, you would essentially have your voice heard both as a citizen of a state and a citizen of the United States. The lower house would reflect the the, the passions of 50% plus one of the people. The Senate would reflect the sentiments of each individual state so as not to bury the minority. And the president, the person who runs the executive branch, a branch which has become incalculably more powerful than it was 200 years ago, or even 110 years ago, would be a hybrid of the two and elected by the Electoral College, which usually reflected the results broadly of the popular vote, but in a few celebrated elections didn't in 2016 and 2000, 
2000, it, the, the, the winner of the Electoral College defeated the winner of the popular vote, which is a big deal until you realize the popular vote for president makes no difference. It, it was not, in fact, the popular vote for Congress, uh, which is where that matters. And there's a reason for this. Small states, rural states, states with smaller populations without huge metro areas, don't matter if you go with a national popular vote. The control of the executive branch, the president, the presidency, which controls the executive branch, if they only had to concern themselves with the national popular vote, they would only have to campaign in New York, California, Florida, Texas, maybe Pennsylvania, uh, the de facto mega state that is the mid-Atlantic states from Maryland up through Connecticut and Massachusetts, and would never have to campaign in or be in any way responsive to the rest of the country. They only have to campaign in the blue counties, the little thin little scum uh, film, film residue of blue counties along the east and west coast and plopping up between the Twin Cities and Chicago. The rest of the country, who cares? No say in the executive branch. Now, here's the fact. Steve Simon thinks that his voters aren't smart enough or critical enough thinkers or historically literal enough to know this. But the fact is, if we go with a national popular vote, then Minnesota's opinion, being not one of the bigger states, won't matter. Forget about Iowa, the Dakotas, Wyoming, Montana. If you're not in one of the big blue cities, your opinion won't matter. Now, here's the point. If you if you get rid of the Electoral College, one of the foundations of American checks and balances is gone. And that violates the contract by which smaller states consented to join with bigger states. What happens when you violate a contract? There is relief, including being able to get away out of the contract. It means the breaking up of the United States in a just world. And if you say that was settled in 1865, well, no. It was settled in 1776. Let's talk about that, Steve Simon. Do you dare? You do not dare, do you? You would get your leash yanked just too hard. Northern Alliance AM 12A, The Patriot. Go now. We'll be right back. The home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week, save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Think the home show is the place to buy a hot tub? Think again. Come to Master Pool and Spa, where it's free to shop, free to park, and this week, save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. 0% financing available. Trade-ins welcome. We'll even haul away your old hot tub. Delivery to your home, cabin, or anywhere in the USA. Save 35 to 70% on a new hot tub or swim spa. Skip the crowds. Save thousands. Now through Sunday at Master Pool and Spa. 394 in Louisiana, St. Louis Park. Pro-life across America, the people. We need your help. 
Hello, I'm Marianne Koharski, Director of Pro-Life Across America. In my 30-plus years, I've never seen such a concerted attempt to silence our efforts and at a time when it's most needed. There's a powerful effort to prevent and block our pro-life messages. Our billboards, social media, and digital ads are all impacted. Unplanned pregnancies still happen. Our ads feature a hotline number connecting callers with more than 3,000 pregnancy support centers across America, offering alternatives to abortion, free ultrasound, and pregnancy help. Babies' lives are being saved. The need still exists. It really does. And Pro-Life Across America needs your help. To donate, please find us at ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. Did you know I could suck my thumb before I was born? Yep, we all started small. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. Strong. Yo, Chuck, these honey dimples are still front on us. Don't know we can do this, because we always do this. <laughs> yeah, boy! How low can you go? AM12A, the Patriot. This is one of my karaoke go-tos. Why, yes. You couldn't tell that by looking at me. What can you tell? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM12A, the Patriot. Assume nothing here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Brad Carlson does 90s rap as well when he appears with Elephant in the Room. Something you have to see to believe here, ladies and gentlemen. This could be a, hope you can make it out to a gig. Well, more on that later on here. Uh, when we say there's powerful people fighting against your freedom out there, I mean, yes, you have Steve Simon who may be fighting for democracy in a sense that the DFL practices it, but it's not the American version of democracy, the small D version of democracy meaning popularly elected government, but a republic with checks and balances and divided power, not absolute majority rule. He likes to think that he will always be in the absolute majority. That's what, as a DFLer, he's counting on. But we have even more powerful people fighting against our freedom. And really, the question is, which model of dictatorship are they fighting for? Because there's two prominent models of dictatorships uh, afoot in the world today, and they they cross over a lot, but they they have slightly subtly different motivations, and yet they they flow together so easily and fluently. It's hard to pick them apart. In a sense, it's almost fruitless to bother, and yet it's worthwhile to try. The two models of absolute tyranny that are afoot in the world today are number one, the USSR a totalitarian kleptocracy, uh, international communism of all kinds, really. The USSR was the biggest uh, practitioner, but communist China has adapted itself uh, and that practice in, in, in becoming what it is today. 
North Korea and Cuba, of course, are the end results in both cases. But the USSR uh, certainly qualified. And we have examples of USSR-like behavior, Soviet-like behavior going on right now uh, where fighting against or even speaking in any way against the system, against the party, against the regime was itself punishable, not because of any actions you did, but because dissent is the crime. The thought is the crime. We have an example of this right here in Minnesota going on right now. Uh, David Strom at at hotair.com wrote about this this past week. Keith Ellison, our attorney general, is going after Scott Jensen, former Republican candidate for governor. You've probably heard all about him. He's won countless awards as a family physician. He's been the Minnesota's Family Doctor of the Year more times than any Democrat can count because most of them don't do numbers very well. But he dissented from the COVID narrative and thus is no longer covered by free speech. These attacks, by the way, are pure political theater. David Strom writing at Hot Air uh, write about this. You know this is, is pure political theater because so far, quoting David, He's been forced to defend his medical license four times based on complaints that have nothing to do with his medical practice, but rather upon claims that he spread, quote, misinformation about COVID and vaccines. In other words, Dr. Jensen is being punished for his speech and his analysis. And given, says David Strom, that his skepticism regarding the wisdom of using the vaccine is shared by many doctors and researchers is clearly not a quack. Now, the officialdom here in Minnesota has been going after Dr. Jensen for quite some time, basically trying to undercut him, not because of his medical skills, but because he spoke against the party, the party that would be the one party if they could, the party that aspires to what the Communist Party in the Soviet Union was, the party that views plurality as a bug to be squashed. Dr. Jensen is being punished by Keith Ellison for speaking out and having his own point of view on things where, and having a point of view that is being shared by more and more people constantly. And this is not only a debasement of Minnesota's institutions, but in fact a symptom of the creeping totalitarianism that the USSR was. So that's one model. The one model is the the USSR. The other model of tyranny that faces us is the abusive spouse. Now, I've been talking for years about the, the diagnosis of clinical narcissism or other personality disorders that applies to so many people and also applies to the uh, the Minnesota DFL party. We have a classic example of this this past uh, week as the Minnesota DFL is pushing to pay for all children's meals at school. Now, in testimony, we've heard that it's an insurmountably complex job to feed the one Minnesota child out of six that currently gets free meals in Minnesota schools. So if it's that complicated, as Bill Glan says, feeding six times as many should be much more complicated. But... If you speak out for any reason, and this is not just among among DFL message bots, among the media, well, pardon the redundancy, you get, get this among, among putatively independent commentators. 
If you speak out against feeding the grandchildren of Glenn Taylor, the grandchildren of Mark Dayton, the grandchildren of, I don't know, Prince or Jimmy Jam or Terry Lewis or professional athletes worth millions of dollars or more, if you speak out against feeding them for free, your motivation is cruelty. How? You must support starving children. That's what they say, as they simultaneously ignore the fact that their feeding the children programs are, in fact, fraud and graft machines. Remember Feeding Our Future? At least 250, probably more than $500 million diverted elsewhere. $500 million worth of children not being fed. What they want to do is to put that dynamic, the complete fraud prone nature of all Minnesota social programs on turbocharge. And you're completely cruel and motivated by hate if you support even questioning the motivation or even the mechanics of the proposal. This, like any true abusive spouse, is gaslighting the population. So, which model of tyranny is the Minnesota Democratic Party aiming towards? The Soviet model with Keith Ellison serving as our Lavrenti Beria and going after dissidents to send them to the political, social, and who knows, maybe someday literal gulag? Or the abusive spouse model, just basically say, well, if you disagree with me, it's because of some personality defect on your part. There's no rational reason to disagree with me. It must be your problem. Uh, which, which is it? I'll be interested in hearing that from DFLers. Feel free to give me a call. Tyrant or abusive spouse? Uh, let's go to Invergrove Heights. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Yeah, hi, Mitch. Thank you. Um, if you look at the um, Governor Wall's weekly briefing yep. from Friday, February 10th, there's a, a 30-second quote I'd like to please stay in there um, just just so that you can give me a feedback on it. It's very ambiguous to me. Hit it. It's, okay, so it says, by investing in comprehensive health care, expanding access to child care, strengthening public safety, taking bold action – to reduce child poverty and investing directly in black capital B entrepreneurs and black capital B businesses, we have a historic opportunity to improve the lives of Minnesotans through the one Minnesota budget. I'm grateful for the black capital B community leaders whose vision for a stronger, more equitable Minnesota informed this budget. And then Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan says, from providing support for small businesses to expanding culturally specific after-school learning, our administration partnered with Black Capital B community leaders to ensure our budget makes strategic and equitable and equitable investments in a stronger economic future for all Minnesotans. Now, I'm very confused about what this means in terms of actual dollars. Is this some kind of a quid pro quo? I mean, where's the predetermined parameters for qualifying for this kind of money? Is there a means test? Why just black? Is trans next? I mean, this this is very concerning to me. Uh, why just black is trans next? Yes, and in fact, they're pay, they're collecting on that part of the bill. Now, what you, the the response to that and and seeing in 
within one statement, the word investment used twice. I mean, the response, by the way, thank you for your call, Dan. The response is, please, could I get some blue cheese dressing with the word salad? Because that's all it is. It's an, it's a, it's a senseless, formless, shapeless mass of buzz phrases and word salad designed to punch tickets on the progressive nonprofit sphere. I mean, you look behind each of the terms, investments, in, in, and you let, let run off the various buzz phrases that are linked with various identity groups and progressive stakeholders. Essentially, what you just saw was word salad where each of the ingredients is, if you will, a secret code word. See, the left likes to accuse us of having the dog whistles and the code words, but they're the ones who speak in them. These, each one of them refers to a one or another DFL constituency that is lining up with the administration to say, hey, we did our part. We turned out our people to vote for you. We kept you in office this past year. Now it's time for you to pay up. You, we, we have chits with you people. Some IOUs you signed. By the way, the fact that Penny, Peggy Flanagan has been sitting out there on an equal footing with the governor in uh, for the last couple of years of advertising shows one of those IOUs to the progressive movement being paid. This is their way of saying, "Yeah, we're gonna work." You delivered for us. The gravy train is on its way, people. That's literally literally all it is. It is word salad, but not harmless, and not without consequence. And by the way, if you disagree with any of it, you're racist, sexist, misogynistic, white supremacist, cruel, transphobic, and uh, full of hate because this speech was basically trending towards the abusive spouse model of governance. Hope, uh, hope, I'm glad we could tie that all together. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Can't drown AM 1280 The Patriot Soaking up the sun in Fiji Walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis Or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon We're where you are Stream AM 1280 The Patriot At odyssey.com Or with the free Odyssey app There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on, 952-209-2929. Online at CordellCordell.com. Offices in Edina. Hey, Dak Prescott here. Why do I choose proven quality sleep from Sleep Number? Because better sleep elevates my game. Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed helps me fall asleep faster, keeps me cool, and effortlessly adjusts for my best sleep. That's more focus, more edge, and more highlights. And that means more wins for all of us. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free home delivery when you add an adjustable base. Ends Monday. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Enjoying a rare weekend off these days with Elephant in the Room. Uh, but we'll be back coming up again on the uh, 25th. In these long, days. Two weeks from last night. Need a way to cool ourselves down. At the Roseville Legion. Pop off the top of that Chevrolet. And we'll be back to uh, the Coon Rapids Legion, uh, VFW coming up March 11th. No. No, Savage Legion, the Dan Patch Legion and Savage, March 11th. Whew, there we are. And then back out to uh, the Roseville Legion on St. Patrick's Day. And then the Shamrock on West 7th and St. Paul, March 31st. Lots coming up here, so I hope you can make it out there. I'm just enjoying a night off here, let's be honest here. So 651-289-4488. So much going on. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, the page. I guess you knew that. Anyway, Mitch Bergen for Brad Carlson. Uh, I'll be out next week off on an extended assignment. I believe Brad's covering for me both days next week. So thanks to him in advance. Last week, uh, as always, thanks to him in advance. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I, I hope he has an, uh, a fun time with the whole weekend. Of course, I'll be in the entire following weekend, so it all evens out. There's balance in the universe. Brad, uh, Brad, of course, normally heard from one to three Sundays. Jack Tomzak, three to five Saturdays. King Banyan, uh, 9 to 11 Saturday mornings on AM 1440, The Businessman. At any rate, uh, I didn't watch the Grammys last weekend, which makes it in common with every previous Grammys, I think, ever. I don't know that I've ever watched the Grammys. Certainly not all the way through. I may have actually watched the Oscars more than the Grammys. And to be honest, I think I watched the Oscars one time, and that was mostly to see if Marissa Tomei won a Grammy. And she did. So I had no more interest after that. Kind of like the Super Bowl. Once the Bears win one, it's like, okay, been there, done that. And that's kind of, I've never really had that in the Grammys since no artist I ever really care about has ever really been up for a Grammy. I mean, You could count the number of artists I actually care about who've been nominated for a Grammy probably on one hand and have a finger or two in change left over. It just doesn't matter that much to me. But one of the big 
kerfuffles this past week about the Grammy Awards was the appearance of Madonna, who has gotten a certain amount of flack this past few weeks for appearing at the age of 64 uh, with a, 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 a number of social media influencers had a picture of her dressed in, shall we say, boudoir décolletage, uh, looking from the neck down very much 30 years younger than her age. And from the neck up, and I say this without meaning to be locust or sexist or misogynistic or, or, or insensitive, but looking like she has had way more plastic surgery than the human physiognomy was ever intended to absorb. Some less concerned with sensitivity than I have said she looks a bit like a Muppet. And I couldn't argue with that, even though I strive to be more sensitive and less uh, brusque than that in my diagnoses. And Madonna, being a person who is obsessed with public image and has built a, a phenomenally successful career as one of the biggest, I think one of the 10 top selling artists of all time, uh had to st- step on this. So she posted a tweet this past week, uh, say, uh, a front facial shot of her showing kind of not, not only her new, newish, evolved face and rather bizarre sort of Heidi hairdo, frankly. It's uh, the sort of thing that makes Grace Jones seem a little respectable and normal in comparison. Kids ask her grandparents, but also kind of showing the gun show if you catch my drift. I mean, the girl works out. Give her that. I mean, give her as a, as a physical marvel as she's in great shape for a 64-year-old. But she tweeted, and I quote, The world is threatened by my power and my stamina, my intelligence and my will to survive, but they will never break me. This is all the test. With all due respect, Madonna, Louise Chacon, I, I may admire, I certainly admire, as While I don't love all of your music, I certainly admire your intelligence, your will to survive your, well, the will to survive you exhibited in the early 1980s when you were coming up the hard way. Certainly, it was something to admire there, or at least to respect. You've been one of the wealthiest people in the world for well over 30 years, so I don't know that I credit you that that much uh, will to survive, but that's okay. Nothing wrong with succeeding. Obviously, you're intelligent. Dumb people don't build careers like you have. Nobody cares to break you. I mean, I don't like all of your music, but we will always have a Ray of Light. <laughs> Brilliant song. I don't care what anyone says. But threatened is not the word I would use. I, I'm not threatened by any of that. I mean, you were. In your prime, a very influential pop star and were a reliable floor packer, by the way, when I was a, a club DJ. But I would never call you threatening. I wasn't aware that that much filler caused that sort of excessive grandiloquence, but I stand corrected. That is all. In other musical news this past week, and this one hits me where I live in a way that Madonna never could, the magazine... Backstreets is pulling the plug. Backstreets, by the way, is perhaps the greatest fanzine in the history of fanzines. It is the granddaddy of them all. It has been in business for 43 years as the Bruce Springsteen fanzine. Independent from Springsteen. It's just a fan production that turned into a full-time business that has had a full-time staff 
working at some profit, at least for quite some time now, chronicling Bruce Springsteen, an artist that I've been quite vocal about enjoying and, in fact, enjoying rather intensely at various points of his career. Not so much the last 20 years. He's had maybe two albums, three albums in the last 20 years I've really, really unreservedly enjoyed, and none of them quite like the Holy Trinity, Born to Run, Darkness in the Edge of Town and the River, which are three of the greatest albums in the history of music. End of sentence. But Backstreet's pulled the plug. I mean, they've been covering all things Springsteen since 1980, and they have been uh, setting the standard for the high-concept music fanzine for 43 years now. But to put it in terms that all Bruce fans understand, they're going out for a ride and they're not coming back. And it's Ticketmaster's fault. Uh, this is a quote from uh, fan, uh, from Backstreet's. If you read the editorial Backstreet's published last summer in the aftermath of U.S. ticket sales, which were a scandal uh, every bit as big as the Taylor Swift I- issue, you have some sense of where our heads and hearts have been. Dispirited, downhearted, and yeah, disillusioned. It's not a feeling we're all accustomed to when anticipating a new Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band tour. If you haven't read the editorial, well, if you let's just say... Love the art, ignore the artist. Best of luck, Backstreets. It's been great knowing you. It's been a depressing week in music. (laughs) Northern Alliance, thanks for tuning in. God bless you all. God bless America. Immaculate Conception School is now accepting enrollment applications for fall 2023. Financial aid and scholarship funding still available. Schedule a tour today. Learn why Immaculate Conception School is your child's firm foundation. Search Immaculate Conception School. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. I am Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. Staff Sergeant Alex. I am Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, 
and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. You need to call the police and you need to call your father. And you need to get you and your son away from this guy. We're going to remove the trespasser. I want to fix it. That's why I want to send my home and I just want to go. No, 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 honey, honey, we don't need to call a realtor. We need to get the boyfriend out of the house and that's going to involve the police. You and your son are in danger. You have to get away from this guy. Listen, you are worth being okay. Direct, honest, helpful. The Ramsey Show, live on the Biz 1440, weekdays 1 to 4. Join the Patriot Freedom Fan Club for prizes, contests, quizzes, and more. Plus, get exclusive access to pre-sale tickets to events. It's free to join, so visit am1280thepatriot.com today. AM1280, The Patriot. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.